What's going on, folks? This is the Leafs Combo podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough. VanguardNE.ca. It's a five-minute pregame. We're looking ahead to Bruins and Leafs, the series tied at one. No Nazem Kadri for tonight. We know that for a fact, right, Mike? Oh, hello, by the way. Hello, Norman. Uh, yes, Nazem Kadri was in New York at the uh, NHL Department of Player Safety for his in-person hearing. Uh, the announcement apparently will not shortly before game time. Uh, I don't know if, how to interpret that, whether that's encouraging or discouraging, but he's at least going to miss tonight. I suspect he will not play for the rest of this series after being suspended for three games last year. It's more than likely that he'll get suspended for four or five games. So uh, I think that uh, they better get used to mm. being without Nazem Kadri for a while. Reading one of the headlines from Leafs Lunch, Craig Button <laughs> says, the Leafs had a big advantage. Kadri took it away with his selfish, selfish act. Craig, you got to cool down there, bud. Nazem Kadri was pretty much the only guy doing anything physical in game two. Got the stick up in Jake DeBrus' face. That's unfortunate. But a selfish, selfish act. Like, we know the guy has trouble with impulse control. And it, it's just not like he had a hell of a lot of backing in a game where physically the Leafs were uh, being dominated. So selfish, selfish act. I, I disagree with that. It was an unfortunate act. Uh, costly act, but selfish. Come on. Uh, well, I'll take I'll take a middle ground here. You could see what the Bruins were doing on Saturday. They were goading Kadri. They were paying special attention to Brusque, uh, hitting him in the first period, mm -hmm. the knee on knee in the second period. Charlie Coyle sort of jabbing him in a in a scrum near the net. You know, giving them the smile. Like they they knew that that their plan was to get Kadri to do mm -hmm. something stupid. And the thing is, what Kadri needs to do as a veteran player is to not do something stupid. And unfortunately, he did. Now, I don't think he did it out of, like, selfish uh, means. I think he was trying to support his teammate. But in the end, they are not going to have his services. Yeah. And in the end, that's a plus for the Bruins and a minus for the Leafs. When you play that kind of game, which we expected him to play, you tow the line. He crossed the line. And the NHL is about to slap him down. The question is now, instead of this idea that the Leafs have lost the big advantage, it's still 1-1 going back into Toronto. How do the Maple Leafs make do without number 43? Who plays center? Who picks up the physical slack? And here's another question. Are the Leafs as a group, all of them on the ice tonight, ready to contend with Boston in game two, going to be pissed off about how things went down in game one, never mind Jake DeBrusque, never mind Nazem Kadri. Are they just going to be pissed off with their effort as a whole and bounce back? Well, for them to win, they're going to have to repeat what they did in game one, which is, you know, try to ignore what Boston is doing and forge ahead, play the offensive game, stretch pass, use their speed, all those things. Boston, if, if you play Boston's game like uh, it was in game two, they're going to lose because they can't play that game. They're not a physical team. They're a skill team. You know, their power play is their toughness, as Mike Babcock has said, and the power play, I think, is over. Mike, four. can I just interrupt you real quick? In the early going of tonight's game three, how can the Leafs redirect the game flow to where they want it to go and avoid going down the road of game two? They have to play with speed. They have to be able to outskate the Bruins. They they cannot muscle up and try to beat the Bruins into the glass. They don't have the personnel to do that. They have to play the speed game, play the skill game, and you know take advantage of 
a shorthanded Bruins defense who, you know, Tory Krug is, Krug is probably going to play, but I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent after that hit from Jake Muzzin. They're going to make a change on the bottom pairing. They're probably going to load a bunch of minutes onto Chara McAvoy and Brandon Carlo. So that means you have to tire them out and make them chase you. And the Leafs can do that. They have enough speed. Now you mentioned replacing Kadri. The replacement for Kadri up the middle is William Nylander. Uh, I think, and we know that Babcock doesn't have a lot of confidence in Nylander, especially as a center. Um, so I think more of the burden is going to be on John Tavares and more specifically mm-hmm. Austin Matthews. They're going to need Matthews to kick it into gear. I don't think he isn't trying. Of course he's trying, oh. but I think they need him to be more successful. He only has two points in nine games against the Bruins in the playoffs, and they need him to score if they have a chance to win. We're still we're still dealing with a group of young players who are maturing. And if Austin Matthews is down on himself because things aren't going right for him and that's affecting his play, that's a lack of maturity. He'll get there. But are, are we going to see a whole new uh, adult player emerge within this series? It's possible, but it better happen relatively soon. Back on Kadri being gone and Nylander replacing him. It's ironic the player who is conditioned and appropriate for this series has taken himself out of the series. And the guy who is terrific uh, when it comes to just flat out skill, but he has no physical element to his game is now going to be relied heavily upon. This is an opportunity for number 29 to take his game to another level and make believers out of a lot of the fan base who thinks Um, He doesn't give a shit and he doesn't try hard, which is not true. And maybe uh, play his way back into the hearts of these people. And who knows, make a case for not being dealt in the off season. Just a few more points. Then we got to go. I I think that if you ask Mike Babcock secretly, what he hopes out of William Nylander tonight, it's do no harm. He played, Mm -hmm. he's playing him with Patrick Marlowe, who he trusts, even though, you know, he is showing his age recently and Connor Brown, who's one of his trusted defense, you know, two way players. I think he, if he gets a do no harm out of, out of William Nylander Mm -hmm. in that line, he will, he will accept it because he'll hope that the top two lines will carry the offensive weight. Um, You know, I'm actually a little bit surprised that they didn't go with Marlowe up the middle, but it may be a commentary on the fact that he's slowing down and he's a veteran guy. And they think that the speed of, of, of Nylander can, can make a difference, but I mean, we'll see what happens. All these crazy storylines about Kadri having played his final game as a Maple Leaf, like what he did to Jake DeBrusque is the worst thing that's ever happened in playoff hockey. There's video of Brad Marchand handing guys their lunch and he was either suspended Minimally or not at all. So I got an idea. How about the Maple Leafs kick it into gear, take this series deep, win the series, and get number 43 back? I hope, Mike, that this isn't just about posturing, ping pong, back and forth. The Leafs type of game, Bruins type of game, Leafs type of game, Bruins type of game. Then we go to game seven, and it's going to come down to a battle of intestinal fortitude because I guarantee you that game seven is not going to be a battle of skill. It's going to be a battle of will. Final point goes to you. Focus on what's going to happen to Kadri after the season. There's no point in really doing it right now. And I don't think anybody with the Leafs is thinking about that. So the talk of, will he be traded? Is this his last game? I, I think is sort of, you know, off, off point. 
you know, you've basically got to focus on the here and the now, and that's game three, and that's whether the Leafs can grab hold of this series and take control of it playing the way they did in game one or if they sort of cower in the corner like they did in game two. I always tell you you had the last point, but I end up chiming in to finish it off, but heck, why not? The idea of Kadri having played his last game, again, ridiculous. You're telling me he's going to be suspended for the entire playoffs? No. He's not. So win the series and get him back in. And for those who are really pissed off at him, well, guess what? Number 43 is gone now. You think he's such a liability? You don't have to have him in your lineup. He's suspended. So William Nylander will take his place. If you think that's an upgrade, we will find out if it's indeed that upgrade tonight. Michael, enjoy the game. OGs, converts, all the thousands who are new to the podcast, thank you very much for all of your recent support. Stick around a while. Like and subscribe to us. We won't let you down. Michael, take it easy, bud. Thanks, Norman. We would like to thank Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough, title sponsor of the Leafs Convo, demonstrating passion for the industry and a superior level of excellence in selling, leasing, and marketing your property. Vanguard Northeast Realty.